Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. My girls, sisters, daughters of the Nile, (sighs) we have messed up. We have created a problem and it is not okay. Because there are men in this world who are terrified of opening up, sharing their feelings. And it's not because of other men. Some of them, sure. But for some of them, it's because of us. Yeah. It's because of the women that they let into their lives, cutting them down, being critical, using their vulnerabilities against them in an argument or conversation later. These men are saying that we are using our words to berate them, to ba- to castrate them, basically. They're saying that we are not giving them the chance to speak or prove themselves. That when they come to us and they want to talk about work being hard or something like that, we shut them down. No matter how much we'll say in the next breath, we, how come you don't open up? When they try, what, they don't do it the way we want? Or we're so focused on ourselves, we don't even notice that that's what's happening, we make it about us? Ladies, ladies, this isn't, this isn't us, this isn't who we can be. And I don't use should a lot, but this isn't who we should be. And for those of you who are listening and thinking, well, sometimes they deserve it, or he hasn't been doing X, Y, Z, stop, just, no, that's not what this conversation is about today. Today's a women's round table. We're going to talk about us, the part of the story that we have influence and control over. That's it. No excuses right now. No if and buts. Let's just take a mirror and look internally. And if any part of you is like, oh, yeah, there are girls out there that are like that and they're blah, 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 but I never do. You stop that too. We're in the mirror today. We've all done it in one way or the other. And we're human. I don't think that your intent was to cut and hurt. If it is, then you definitely know this episode's for you. But sometimes we've done it unintentionally. I have. For sure. So, first off, what's your specific brand of cutting down the men in your life? Uh Uh-huh. Like, 
just straight into the point. What is the way that if you are not conscious and um, patient and in, in your highest self, however you want to say it, how do you usually create a scenario that is emotionally unsafe or even a bit of a contradiction for your partner? And I think we we know pretty well about the big ones. Like we know the obvious ones. If you're calling your partner some rude name, if you're like, well, that's why your mom didn't want you. Those are obvious, right? I don't think anyone would be able to look at those and say, oh, no, those don't count as being mean. Let's talk about the subtle ones, because I think that's where that that's where we're messing up. That's where we're slipping, and it's not okay, and it's causing damage. So let's look at the subtle ones. If you have a list of things he's not doing right, so much so that we can't pause to offer gratitude or acknowledge the things that he is doing well, that's one. If your focus of him is on his deficit and his lack and we're not providing the the look into who he is what he's doing well how his character shines like how would how would you feel if someone just always thought about what you're doing wrong If you are projecting your thoughts onto him, your expectation onto him, you're hurting him. What I mean, so if you haven't heard the word projecting before, uh, I'll try to give a a catch-all way to describe it. It's essentially taking your expectations based on your past or things you've heard from other people or even things that you don't like within yourself and you are ascribing them to him as being true. So because so-and-so's husband down the street did this, you probably think the same way, all men are the same. Or if you're like, ah, I think I look X, Y, Z, so obviously you're not attracted to me either. Or um, if you were like, oh, I just, oh, (laughs) jumping to conclusions, basically, mind reading, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. And I get it. Like, a lot of the times when we do this, it might be from a place where we're just really scared. We're so scared. We're terrified of not having security or of being let down or abandoned or disappointed not wanted and so sometimes these projections might happen because we just need him to understand how much we're hurting or how big of a deal this is to us or maybe we're just being a little bit careless about it and we don't realize how much our worldview has become capital T truth for us and so we're not even open to the idea that he could be different from that we've already decided he is that 
that's already true. So now you must pay penance. You must figure out a way to bounce back from this vision I have of you. Because I know you're going to do it. I know this is how you are. So prove to me that you aren't this. Ouch. Ouch. How must that feel to start out a relationship at a deficit? To already start out having lost and having to figure out the right combination of ways to gain favor. Like I said, this isn't a conversation around us being malicious with our intent and wanting to hurt them, but can we find a different strategy to have conversation around our needs, our pains, our hurts, our fears that don't involve us putting them on the um, chopping block or demanding of them or getting into this energy where it's almost like this black hole of, I already expect you to fail. You've already failed for me. And I think, I think sometimes it sounds a little bit, um, we can paint it and make it smell good, right? Put some perfume on it where it's like, well, no, I'm just looking to test and see if he is like, embodying the essence of a true man and a real man would know how to xyz and a real man with that like take that aside for a second what does compassion look like and no i'm not talking about letting go of boundaries and i, and I am aware that you've heard me say this on this podcast before everyone's story is nuanced we've all been through stuff with people who we did offer our hearts to bleeding and open and ready and willing and they hurt us they threw it on the ground or they just dropped it they weren't even paying attention and so we're like we will never ever be that vulnerable again but the callus that we formed when is it time to replace that and let our hearts beat and be tender again and this isn't a one-time forever thing. This is a every moment, moment by moment. Because if you have a temper and everything's going well, everything's going well, but in a moment of temper, we release this, this deep hidden fear in the form of accusation or criticism and we wound him in a way that he remembers 10 years down the road. That's not our intent, ladies. I know it's not. And in a lot of ways, the sharpness of how we sometimes hurt people has a lot to do with how much we want them to be part of our life. We're just trying to get heard in loud and big ways. And if you come from a family or a past relationship where you had to get loud and big to be heard, otherwise you would just get drowned out. Okay, yeah, it makes sense where it comes from. Let's stop it now. Let's change it now. Let's alter it now. So we can do something new. So we can create a relationship that's new. We can create a standard 
a temperature of conversation and expectation of kindness and love that is new. And if your current partner can't meet you at that new, at that tenderness, at that love, okay, different conversation, different podcast episode, different therapy session. Oh, but I wonder what would happen if we tried if we kept ourselves accountable for like, boo, um, a couple days ago, I was thinking about it and I said XYZ to you. I don't know if you took it this way, but that was not okay for me to say. I imagine that might have been hurtful. So I just wanted to apologize and own that I shouldn't have said that. That is not what I think of you. That's not what I believe of you. Here's what I actually believe of you. I shouldn't have said that. Ladies, can we start doing that? And I'm here and I'm talking to you and I almost want to cry because this rumor got spread among us that men don't feel, that they don't feel things or they don't feel it like us. And now they're too afraid to tell us that they do. Fear doesn't belong in relationship. Depending on what your guy's been through, he might be at a, at a place where <laughs> there's no convincing him that it's going to be safe to let down his walls. He's adapted a version of himself that will never just, you know, come and sit on the couch and be like, I'm just sad or... You know, any of that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Every every guy's different. But please, let us be responsible to be very cautious about the way that we treat the tenderness of our guy's heart and how he gives it to us and shares it with us. No, it probably isn't always going to look exactly like the way you do it. Probably not. But that doesn't take away from the sacredness or the importance of it either. It's trust, relationship. It's trust. As I am intertwining my life with you, my hopes, my desires, my, my moments of fun, my memories, my joy, my mundane boredom, all of that with you. That, that, that's what relationship is. And so if he's doing that with you, then let's be aware of offering him the same level of uh, tenderness and caution when handling his heart that we would like and sometimes demand for him to do with us. Let's not jump to conclusions, let's not do the mind reading, let's not yell and call him names, let's not speak against his dreams or shut him down, let's not laugh at him when he's sharing something. And you might not know that the thing is vulnerable because it's, it's, it reads differently than how it might for you, and maybe that's just an inquiry and you're asking him a little bit more, but let's not shut him down. 
Let's not, ooh, ooh, big one. My girls, let's not tell our friends and family about the stuff he shared with us in our private time. And you might say, oh, but it's not a big deal. And it's not even like that. That's not your call. That's not our call. If he's sharing something with us, even if it's not a huge blah, 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 maybe it's something super simple like, hey, one day I'd like to be a firefighter. Maybe that's vulnerable for him. Maybe that's his version of intimacy is to admit that to himself because of XYZ in his past and blah, 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 but you don't know all that. And so you share it to whoever you want or you share about your sex life or bull. You expose him. You expose his emotional nakedness to people he did not choose to share it with. And so he says never again. We can't get away with this anymore. We can't just pop off and say, oh, well, you know, he's upset. And so I didn't actually No, Let's just have a higher standard for ourselves, ladies. Okay. Just a little hard talk for us, but it matters. It matters. It matters. It matters so much. Let's do better. And that's it. We'll deal with the, yeah, but he did this and this and that. We'll deal that with that in a separate space and separate energy. But right now, let's just own our side of the equation, okay? Good. Thanks for being willing to look into the mirror for a little bit. I appreciate that. And I'm sure your man's going to appreciate that. Two ways to support the podcast. The first is to subscribe and leave a review on your preferred app, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts. The other way is to hop on Patreon and contribute monetarily so that I can keep making all of this flow through the airwaves or however they say it so that you can hear it. But the biggest, biggest, biggest way, I think to not only support this podcast, but to support your partner, is to continue practicing actions and behaviors and thoughts that allow for a relationship where you and your partner will feel fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. It's a pleasure speaking with you guys. We'll talk soon.